0: Welcome to Vladimir Subjects podcast. Our ministry exists to reach people globally and to disciple them digitally. If you have not done so, would you help me to bring a greater exposure to the biblical teaching by leaving a review on this podcast and share it also on your social media platform? Let's dive into this episode. Will my pet go to heaven? And five lessons I learned from my dog. Toward the end of the video, stay till the end, I'm gonna answer the question, will your pet go to heaven? First and foremost, USA is the country with the highest pet dog population at around 75 million. Over 62% people in the United States own a pet. And about 400 million in the world. Now, my wife got a dog. Some of you have seen this already. Um, It's been five years this dog has been in our house. And before you comment, and let me know that I need to have children instead of dogs, we're working on that. Okay. But until then, I want to share with you five lessons I've learned from a dog. Number one is a dog is always near his master. In the Bible, uh, in Joshua chapter 14, it talks about a guy named Caleb, where he wholeheartedly follow the Lord, in Joshua 14 verses 8-9, through it says, But my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of people melt with fear. I, however, follow the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now, you may say, why is he reading about Caleb? Because the word Caleb in the original language actually means dog. And it says about Caleb, I follow the Lord my God wholeheartedly. So on that day, Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever, because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly." You know, sometimes that's what I, I see with the dog. He just literally always follows the master, his master, which happens to be, you know, we, in our case, it's it's my wife. She's the alpha for my dog, Jacko, And I'm like the second. Alpha or the second master. And that's what dogs do. And we should learn from that to follow our master. The second thing is that dogs will go where the master goes. Sometimes, you know, I would get up from a room and I finished a study and walk into the kitchen to get some water and Jacko would just get up and follow me. And I'm like, sit there. And he still would follow me, even if he's got himself comfortable and he's lying there and he's at rest. He still doesn't want to miss out. It reminds me of the scripture in Matthew chapter 4, verses 19 through 20, where Jesus says, Follow me, and I will make you the fishes of men. And they immediately left their nets and followed him. Reminds me of the scripture in Revelation where it says that they followed him, they followed the lamb where the lamb goes. If you want to be that follower, You got to be like that dog in regards to your master, that everywhere Jesus goes, you go. Where he leads, I will follow. The third thing I've learned is that dogs, they walk by their scent, not by their sight. In fact, the the scent, the dog's sense of smell is 1000 to 10 million times better than mine he has from 125 million to 300 million scent glands compared to 5 million for humans and the part of the brain that controls the smell is 40 times larger in a dog than in a human so i think it's a good example for us to not live by sight as scripture says in 2 corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 but to walk by faith that we live by spiritual senses. We live by our spiritual sense called faith, not by what we see or what we feel. The fourth thing that I've learned from a dog is that dogs enjoy small pleasures in life. Sometimes it's the simple things, that dumb toy, a small little snack, a little, you know, pat, and you know, hey, jump up, running, and just small pleasures, and that's it. They're walking around with their tongue out, with their tail, you know, wiggling, and they're just so happy, and, and they seem to not hold grudges. They seem to just kind of take life easy. And it um, reminds me of the scripture in Luke chapter 12, verse 15, where Jesus said, Take heed and be aware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses reminds me of the scripture that Paul tells Timothy first Timothy chapter 6 verses 6 through 8 now godliness with great contentment is a great gain for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out having food and clothing with these we shall be content you know as with the dog so is with us you know my dog doesn't care and doesn't get worried about where is he going to get food where is he going to uh, be provided he goes to the doctor, he gets his treatments, he gets his washes, he gets everything. I mean, he's he lives better than a lot of people. And he just simply enjoys his life and does what any dog would do in the house. And sometimes I look at that creature and I'm thinking, man, he doesn't even know how much we provide for him. And I'm reminded of the fact that the Lord provides for us the same way. And He wants us not to worry about what tomorrow will hold because He genuinely cares for us. Unlike a dog, we're made in an image and likeness of God. And Jesus died for us, and He loves us deeply, and He will provide for us. The fifth lesson that I've learned is that dogs can be trained. I mean, my dog is pretty stupid, okay? He's not super trained, partially because we didn't take the time to train him. But he can do few tricks, okay? But there are dogs that can dance, skateboard, surf, Actually, they can catch stuff with their paws. They can ride a tricycle. They can even do backflips. They can do horseback riding. They can use a urinal and, and they can scoop their own poop. Now, Jacko is yet to learn any of these sophisticated skills, but he can do simple things like, you know, like sit, like give me a shake, you know, up, you know, jump up and, you know, your place, and He knows where to go. And so He can learn these things. He already learned these things. And of course, He learned them by me practicing with treats and my wife practicing with treats. But it reminds me of the verse in Hebrews 5, 8. It says, though He was a son, yet He learned obedience by the things He suffered. We all can learn obedience. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, it says, But the solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews 5, 14. Meaning that we have to exercise in godliness, we have to grow, we have to be trained, we have to be taught the right way, and thus we can live our life in a way that pleases God. Now, can pets go to heaven? will my dog go to heaven before i answer the question let me build a little framework the bible does state that both men genesis chapter 2 verse 7 and animals genesis 130 genesis 617 genesis 715 and genesis 722 that both men and animals have the breath of life that means animals and men are living beings it means animals have a soul. The primary difference between human beings and animals is that humanity is made in the image and likeness of God, while animals are not. Now, animals or pets were part of God's creation in Genesis, and God said they are good in Genesis chapter 1 verse 25. Therefore, there is no reason why there could be no pets or animals in the new earth. In fact, we do see that animals will be in the new earth in Revelation chapter 21 verse 1. What's also interesting to notice is that in Genesis chapter 6, when God is destroying the world with the flood, God includes the animals in the ark with Noah, and no less than six times God mentions His covenant not only with Noah, but with the animals. God's original creation has been subjected to the degradation, to decay through sin. But in Romans chapter 8, verses 20 through 21, it says that it will be restored to the place as it was in the beginning and that the creation groans. that creation also involves animals. As I mentioned, animals were part of the Garden of Eden. They're going to be a part of the new heaven and new earth when Eden will be restored. Great thinkers like C.S. Lewis and the philosophy professor Peter Kreeft are not only convinced that animals will be in heaven, but that our own pets will be resurrected in heaven as well. Now the Bible is not clear on whether our pets will be in heaven, but it is very clear that heaven will be a place of joy and animals will be there. For those of you who have pets like I do, I want to leave you with this verse. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Psalm 84 verse 11. Be assured, heaven will be a place of joy, pleasure, bliss, where our deepest desires will be fulfilled. And I believe that probably, most likely, our own pets will be there. Thank you for watching this video. Hey, let me know in the comments what you've learned. Hit like, subscribe to this channel, and click on the bell so you can be reminded each time we upload new content. Thank you, until next video. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you were encouraged, challenged, and also blessed. As always, don't forget to subscribe, as well as to leave a review so that it could help us to reach other people. And share this episode with your friends and your family on social media. If God puts on your heart to support this ministry, your support will help us to reach more people for Jesus. Go to my website and you can find out so much more free resources from reading plans, blogs, e-courses, and so much. And all of my stuff is free of charge. God bless you. Until next time.